Hey, Pavuanians, if you listened to the last episode, you've heard me talk about Nerdsgiving already. But just in case you haven't, this is a charity drive organized by the Nerdsmith Podcast Network that we have joined up with in support of The Trevor Project, a U.S. organization that provides suicide prevention services and crisis intervention to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people under 25. If you're able to donate, we have our own donation link at give.thetrevorproject.org slash Weekly. If you can't right now, please consider spreading the word, or go to nerdsmith.org to learn more. They have a bunch of cool podcasts, and pretty much all of them have bonus episodes or other incentives going on right now to help with the charity drive. And now, back to the episode. Hello. Hello, Scott. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from Trisha, so I don't know what's happening there. My guess is maybe not. Well, we could always start, and, and if she comes later, we can bring her in. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how was your July 4th? My July 4th was quiet. It was Wednesday. <laughs> it uh, scared the dog. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can imagine. She was not happy. Not very many are. No. Oops. That's a weird tradition that we've come up with. We want to celebrate. Let's launch colorful explosives into the sky. Blow things up. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we had three towns with the fireworks-ish to watch. Um, We went to the park across the street because they've just, well, a few months ago, opened up a bridge that goes across the freeway. And so we were like, yay, let's go because... It's a perfect view of our fireworks to the south. And one of the neighboring towns to the west, you can hear the ones to the east, but you can't see them. And then there were people behind us uh, in the, somewhere in the neighborhoods setting off their fireworks, which are totally illegal. Um, so we had basically surround sound fireworks for about nice. an hour on the bridge. And we were literally the only people on the bridge. I don't know how nobody else thought to do this. Yeah, because you were worried that it might fill up. Yeah, we were like, oh no, we better hurry. And we got there, we're just like, oh, <laughs> okay. And it was it was a lot of fun. I tried to take a few few pictures. They didn't quite work, but I can post some of them. But um, yeah, the, and the, the other thing was there were fireflies in Aww. the park to and from the fireworks. So that, that was a lot of fun. That sounds like fun. It was. Unfortunately, there were a gajillion mosquitoes, so that was not fun. Yeah, I was going to pick up some petroleum jelly today to make mosquito stuff, and I Mm. forgot. But that's okay. I just went to bed. (laughs) It got dark. Neighbors started shooting things off, and I was like, good night, (laughs) and I just went to bed. Well, we were Mm, worried the neighbors were going to go on and on and on, but they were pretty good about it. Well, that's good. We're having the the man that made our eggmobile is coming tomorrow with his wife. And then the two people that live down the street that told us about him are going to come up and we're going to have a, a little dinner and beer. Mom pa- promised them beer and wine. <laughs> so we're going to do chicken skewers and like caprese salad or caprese skewers and just real simple, maybe a great big salad. Okay. And uh, we wrote an ode to him. So, Aww. well, that's right. Told, at one point, I said to mom yesterday when we were writing it, I'm like, it, it's not working. It doesn't sound right. 
just let me type it up. I'll send it to Scott. He'll fix it, and we'll have it back tomorrow. Aww. She said, it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. So she wouldn't let me send it, but she fixed it up a bit. We rhymed coop and poop, so there you go. He's going to be really embarrassed, but I think he'll appreciate it, too. Well, it's 6.30, and we still haven't had Trisha, so I'm guessing that she's probably not going to come. Okay. So I'm thinking we should just start this. Okay. Welcome to Season 9 of Parfic with... (laughs) (laughs) We are going to start quickly and try to stay on topic... Well, it's because they wouldn't let me have an excessive repair with snakes, and it pisses me off. Sex and snorkags. We can't rock it like we used to. <laughs> Most of us are going to bring a hit. I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> Wait, so they've turned Snape into the chef from The Little Mermaid? You just can't say that to the Dark Lord. <laughs> but I digress. Us digress? Never. No, never, never. Chickens with Sue Hour. <laughs> My mom went to Hawaii and all she brought me was a stupid chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it just. Yeah, it's called. <laughs> hey, 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 just snort. We are. Good night, guys. I'm already falling asleep. I think I did at one point. Mr. Potter, what are you doing at the Wizengamot? Yes. Holy shit, did I fall asleep through the whole fucking thing almost? Apparently. <laughs> that is going in an intro too, please. Where the hosts are all our friends Somehow the tangents seem to blend Come on our journey round the bend Part of it weekly where the story never ends. <laughs> so, welcome to Potter Fake Weekly, the flagship of the family of podcasts that is Potter Fake Weekly. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. And I'm Mooney. And Trisha may or may not arrive. We don't know where she is right now. We are starting a new fic uh, today. We're doing Brown Coat, Green Eyes, which is a Firefly Harry Potter crossover. Yay! It was written by Nanjong. And we're going to do the prologue in the first six chapters, or the first seven, however you want to look at it, tonight. Up to number seven on fanfiction.net, which is chapter six. (laughs) Yeah. And we start... Prologue, two years ago, October 31st, 2,518. So, we're all dead. (laughs) I would hope so. Unless one of us found something mystical in the interim. Who knows? Yeah, unless we pull a Harry Potter. So, this is, uh, it starts off with the, the CDM who are in charge and they're having a closed door meeting and they're trying to figure out what to do because they need to get river back and their best operative, uh, because I did forget to say this is post serenity. Their best operative has, uh, let her escape and they don't know. Was that? Go ahead. Are they referring to the guy that Mal gets into a fight with? Mm -hmm. Yes. The, 
the guy from Serenity. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, Chwetel Ejiofor, I think, is the actor. I don't remember names. But anyway, he was just known as the operative. And the 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 what are your what are your sins guy? Yeah, that scene was totally awesome. Okay. And this group is not called the CDM. They were having a little um, philosophical thing at the beginning about the closed door meeting or CDM. Ah, okay. This is a closed-door meeting of various Alliance people. Ah. And we're talking about how, you know, every, every group in any kind of politics in, throughout history has thrived on closed-door meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. And so they, the, the primary me- reason for originally going after River was because they didn't want anybody to know about Serenity. And what happened there? Serenity? Is that what? Miranda. Miranda, that's it. Miranda. Serenity's the the ship. That's right. (sighs) Also Serenity (laughs) Valley. (laughs) The connection cut off. Played with that the first time, so it said you were getting a call from Wash. Oh. That was apropos. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been cool. If it uh, if it uh, stays in there, I might have to leave it. If it actually picked it up and or cut it off mm. that way, that would be funny. So the the whole reason was to not let the secret get out, and now the secret's out. So they're wondering if they really need to go after her again or not. But of course, there's one person in the group that's adamant that they should, and the rest of them are fairly easily led. I'm still baffled as to how the Alliance still exists after Miranda went public, but that's an entirely different yeah. story. Apparently it wasn't quite big enough to actually bring them down. There's just lots more rumblings from the Outer Rim now. Mm-hmm. Or they don't officially call it the Outer Rim. That's a Star Wars thing, but you know. <laughs> so they, he brings in Antonio Weatherby. Snicker, snicker, snicker. Hmm. Where do we know that name from? Hmm. Many times descended, it turns out, of the Weasley family. Yes. So Percy really was a Weatherby, as it turns out. And uh, he has this ring that it was his grandfather's ring, and now that it's come to him on his grandfather's deathbed, and the... Legend around this ring is that if they need a hero, a true wizard hero, that they just need to activate the ring or call on the ring or whatever, and a hero will come. Great. Now I have holding out for a hero going through my head. (laughs) (laughs) And Antonio's not sure himself that he believes his grandfather's stories about there being this wizard hero, but, um, you know, he was telling somebody else about it in the bar at some point. But there is at least one piece of evidence in that he had never seen this ring before. He, he never put the ring on. It just appeared on his hand after his grandfather died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's something going on with it. But and he's, he's never, never been able to do anything with it. And he's never been able to take it off. Yeah. And at least one of the people in this meeting has done some research or knows some other things about the wizard legends and has the idea that readers are what has remained of wizards. Mm-hmm. Sort of the watered-down descendants of having magic is is readers. And so they go and find another um, a young man, I think. That I think they it's have a woman. One of their, does it say? 
Yeah, it's a woman, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, it is. A blonde woman who is in a clear plexiglass prison, much like the one River was in in the beginning of Serenity. Um, and they make a little, you know, window that Antonio can put his hand through, and she comes over and Hold on, you've says, entirely skipped over Harry and Ginny. How so? Harry hasn't shown up yet. Wait a minute. Did I just skip a part? Because doesn't it just go from straight, like, or not Harry? Well, we don't know that it's Harry yet, but the fact that, like, never mind. <laughs> so, Antonio... Hmm. Yes, there's this, there's this story about the wizard hero, is that um, he defeated five different fledgling Dark Lords, and one entirely Dark Lord. Which is scary in and of itself. Yeah, but he was never able to have children with his wife, and then when she died at 141, he kept living and got bored and decided to put himself in this stasis. So apparently this ignores the epilogue. Yes. Yes. I believe this may have been written before it, but I'm not certain of that. No, that's true. It was first published in March of 2006. So... Yeah, I was thinking about that. I, no, because it was my birthday not too long before that. The next year, because I was, yeah, I, I don't think we've got Deathly Hallows at this point. Yeah, Deathly Hallows was 2007. Okay. So this was the year before. It was a year and a couple months before we saw Deathly Hallows. So in this version, Harry and Ginny couldn't have kids. And so there was nothing for him to occupy his time with after she died. And he decided, you know, maybe they'll need me to take down a Dark Lord again sometime. And might as well <laughs> do a stasis thing. I can't believe he hung around for nine years, or however mm -hmm. long it was. It seems like a long time. And the Alliance folks are entirely not genre-savvy and go, well, of course, we're the lawful government. Any hero we bring back would wa be happy to do whatever we want. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> not, not really how it works. Not nope. so much. No. Nope. And I'm reading this next part, trying to figure it out. And it sounds like he's sitting in the in the enclosure with his hand sticking out through a hole. And then these men bring in the blonde woman and she sort of walks around. But then it sounds like she goes in with him. So it's I'm slightly confused about this. No, he, um, he's on the outside of the prison room. It, it's like it's a larger version of like you always see with the phones and such when people mm -hmm. go into prison films in this. And it's a big plexiglass prison room with a hole in it that he can stick his hand stick through. Stick his arm through. And she's, and she's coming into the room on the other side. On the other side. Glass. Okay. When I read it the first time, I thought he was the one in the prison in the plexiglass area. So that's why I was mm. confused. It's backwards. Yeah, I, I can see that. So it just says, you know, he's following the orders and his hand is sticking through an encased, reinforced, clear plexiglass prison. Yeah. And then... Try saying that five times fast. No. I couldn't say it one time, obviously, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she comes into the room and tilts her head and looks at him and says um, several weirdly insightful things that he doesn't get and then comes over and just grabs the ring and all sorts of stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Is she descended to Luna? <laughs> Maybe. Apparently. She was kind of reminding me of... Uh, Drusilla from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. But I guess she's she's also supposed to be 
similar to River. Like she, she has the same That's kinds true. of. Yeah. So is that powers. implying that everybody who's like River is a descendant of a wizard? I think that's what they're trying to say, yeah. Okay. Or possibly a muggleborn, but like that that well, this yeah. this reading is all that's left of wizardry. Nobody learns any of the stuff that they learned during the books anymore. Yeah, so she sets off this chain reaction and and there's smoke and light and all this stuff and finally when the smoke clears, there's this naked old man laying on the floor, older man. Uh, spooning and clutching the unconscious blonde woman as he shakes convulsively and settles down and he opens his eyes and he looks around and he says, bloody hell, and then falls into unconsciousness. And they rush in and get rid of the blonde and sedate Harry, well, who we think is going to be Harry, if the rain is to be believed. Mm -hmm. And... They, uh, they, des- they keep describing his, him as an old man for a few different paragraphs, and then they go further and say, well, you know, he looks more like he's maybe in his 50s. He's got mm-hmm. black hair with a little bit of gray, but not hugely gray. And who would, no one would be able to believe this is a guy who's apparently 152. Right. And then they bring, finally, Antonio manages to calm down, and he doesn't have his ring anymore. And then mm-hmm. he's going to head into the interrogation area, and the man is already awake. So apparently the sedation didn't take very well. No. And he, the old man says, you look a bit like Percy. And Tony's like, <laughs> Percy? Hmm. And so Antonio's like, so you really are? And he's like, I really am what? You know, a wizard. Oh, goodness. Are you all muggles? How the heck did you even get me here? And where on earth are we? For the matter, when are we? Well, we're not actually on earth. So, you know. Yeah. Yep. It is. It's been four centuries since you were last called upon. Yeah. It is 3.26 p.m. October 31st, 2518. Yeah. Yeah. And already he's, you know, am I some weapon or lapdog? You need me to help you take over some other country? some regime. Yep. So he's already got their number. He's only been awake for a couple of minutes and he knows. Yeah. And they're like, of course not. There are no other regimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are the only ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounding familiar. And so he won't tell him who he is. They turn and look at Antonio and Antonio's like, his name is Harry Potter. But they don't, that doesn't mean anything to them. No been long enough that they're not like oh harry potter mm-hmm. which is sort of refreshing to him mm-hmm. and he's like waiting for the reaction and it's like oh okay <laughs> like, <laughs> and they want him to hunt down this dangerous unstable young girl capture control and bring her back uh, which is all wonderfully phrased to make harry glad to be on their side i'm sure mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah and if all else fails, Terminator. And Harry's like, and just how do you expect me to hunt and kill a little girl? Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, she's not young or innocent. Yeah. She and the people she travels with are responsible for all of the current instability within our government. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she yeah. said, he's like, right, but you haven't told me how I'm supposed to do anything about that. And like, well, you're the wizard Harrow. <laughs> Figure it out. 
And and Harry's having kind of a good time. His his lips quirk and sort of frowns. And he's like, aren't heroes extremely dangerous to the complacent, corrupt governments? Mm -hmm. Start to, are you threatening us? (laughs) I wouldn't dream of it. From what I've heard so far, you folks are one well-placed orchestral march away from being declared the evilest evil empire of them all. (laughs) Just to throw in another Star Wars reference there. Yep. Gotta toss them in here and there. And they're like, well, we've rubbed the genie's bottle and you're here, and if you aren't going to be doing anything that we want and you're not going to cooperate, then you serve no purpose and we'll have to not allow you to start existing anymore and yeah yeah you're really you're really selling that you're the good guys mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah not so good in any yeah and they, they say uh, there are no good guys there is the law the rule and the establishment period hello umbridge mm-hmm. i think i've heard that speech before but it was never the good guys who said it yeah. and then the entire room plunges into darkness two men yelp and Antonio is petrified, and you, he he hears their screams, and then complete silence, and he can hear Harry's voice. River Tam, hmm, kind of cute. All and, I can think of, she's our witch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, next to him is, relax, Antonio. What kind of wizard hero would I be if I actually hurt you all? And then he's, he obliviates everybody else in the room. But he doesn't obliviate Antonio, and he says, don't freak out too much. I think there might still be some Weasley in you yet, so just act like everyone else. Tell them you don't remember. Toodles, stupefy! <laughs> the and next thing nobody's knows. ever heard of Antonio's ring or stories from his grandfather. Nope. Nope. And then we go to We have a note later. from the author that there will not be any translations for the various... Mandarin phrases sprinkled throughout the rest of the story because mm-hmm. most of them are there because they're substitutes for naughty words, which shouldn't be translated on fanfiction.net anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the rest of them are ones that they use extensively in the show, so hopefully we can figure it out, such as the first line of the next chapter has Mei Mei, which we have learned means little sister. Yes. So... Although, apparently, they did not do the greatest job of actually pronouncing any of the Mandarin that they no, used. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> well, considering it's a language where tone means the difference between mom and horse, yeah. Uh, makes a bit of a difference. Oh, yes. Yikes. Well, they tried a little. There's some problematic things about that in Firefly, because they're like, Oh, yes, the, I mean, uh, the, the Chinese, Chinese culture has survived evolved. into the you know, outer space, but there are no actual Asian people. Hmm. Yeah, and the <laughs> are all white. Yeah. Ugh. They were apparently supposed to be Asian, so that just didn't make it past the studio or casting or somebody. I don't know. Mm, you but, know, that's nothing new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mal's trying to have a meeting. With a family meeting. River. Yes, it's he, he's called a family meeting. Yeah, so and we've jumped ahead two years to 2520. And basically, River's gotten a little too squirrely to be their pilot because she dreamily gets up and leaves the pilot's chair 
uh, and mm-hmm. wanders away when they're in danger, and they just need somebody yeah. who they can depend on. She's a little distractible. <laughs> she reminds me of one of my um, old live journal icons that I found somewhere. I don't remember where. Somebody else had it, probably. But um, it's, it starts as the sentence, I'm not easily distracted, but halfway through the word distracted, it turns into a drawing of a bunny. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And the, this family meeting starts off with just the three of them. It's supposed to be Mal and River and Zoe. Zoe? Said, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it on the, on the with the robot reading it. Yeah. So, doesn't know how to say Zoe. <laughs> well, yeah, Zoe's not right. It's it's Mel instead of Mal. So I was like, I just need to make sure I'm saying these things right because I've been listening to them wrong. Uh, so it's supposed to just be the three of them. And then Simon comes in. Well, if you're having a meeting about River, I need to be part of it. And then Jane comes in. Jane comes in. Yeah. Is there a group meeting? Did I miss the memo? Fine. No. Is it group hunt time? Which he would, I don't think he would have said. I think that this is sort of making fun of him a bit, but. Yeah. And then say, uh, is it Inara? Yeah. Because that one really gets messed up on the text reader. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can imagine. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been listening to the wrong names for quite some time. Jane, it got Jane right. And River. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's about it. I can't believe we can't figure out Zoe. Yeah, it's a relatively common name, I would think. Maybe yeah. it's well, it, it might have been. I don't know. And I just got it mixed up because the other ones were, mm-hmm. you know, mixing up too. Mm-hmm. So. And, too many tabs. There we go. <laughs> and River's like, yeah, uh, I think we're drifting. We've lost the primary buffer panel. That's why we're drifting. Wait, what? And, you know. Again? Uh-huh. It's true and also a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been drifting. Yeah. And basically, mm-hmm. they they want to bring in a new pilot. Uh, I can't believe they haven't yet. That they can find more dependable. They won't take anything really away from she can still fly the ship every once I almost said plane. She can still fly the ship every once in a while, but they need somebody that they can depend on. And so... Yeah. And Simon is trying to argue and say, well, you know, she's not that bad. Don't you think you're overreacting? And then she jumps out of her seat and runs through through the length of the ship yelling, Potter, Potter, Potter! Mm-hmm. Uh, on second thought. And, and Zoe's like, uh, Captain... I was like, I'm I'm not going to chase her. This is a wild goose chase. Captain! I don't care, whatever, whoever Potter is, it doesn't matter. Captain! He turns around and the ship's about ready to clash into a canyon. And he swears. Yeah. This is exactly what I'm talking about, he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, uh, Rivers answering him questions that he... Mm-hmm. He hasn't either asked or there's no way she could hear. Yeah. She's, you know, I've, he says, I've noticed that she seemed to be deteriorating and I had some, gave it some thought because um, he's telling them she, they're heading for an office of Monty's, who's a friend of theirs from the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they're surprised that he's this prepared already, but he's been giving it thought because mm-hmm. he knows, you know, we've got to have somebody watching out for us. And we don't know for sure whether River would be perfectly paying attention perfectly well, or she'd be staring in the bathroom mirror yelling about Potter calls River from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he says, I think I'd be more surprised if she didn't call out the answers to questions she could not possibly have heard. I know! <laughs> <laughs> he just shakes his head. Yeah. So he, he calls his friend Monty, and he just asks, you know, I'm looking for a new pilot. Do you know anybody that you're not really using? And <laughs> he's... He tells him that there's this guy that he's kind of used off and on and that it might work. It's hard to know. And Mal wants to know, can he fly? Oh, yeah. He was just hitching a ride on a delivery and the Reavers killed my pilot and started attacking. And he got a dozen or two families back to the ship and got the cargo and hopped in the cockpit and just headed back this way. He was flying circles around those Reavers. He even managed to get a couple of them couple of the ships to fly into each other, and that scared them off. Probably saved 50 people. Wow, he sounds like a superhero. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, Yachts vouches for him. So, uh, but he does have some, he, he's got questionable habits, so he'll fit right in with Motley crew. Oh, yes. Smells <laughs> like what questionable habits. And he's just particular, and he's got old eyes. Mal frowns. Does he keep them in a jar? (laughs) And apparently in the past two years, uh, Harry has gone from looking 50-ish to looking 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's getting younger and younger. Oh, dear. But his eyes still look old. Mm -hmm. Monty says he looks like he was a general in the front lines. You could say that. And maybe you'll be his kind of weird. Yeah. We'll see. And he sets up this meeting with Fanti and Mingo, who are more people from the series. Mm-hmm. And um, they've agreed to broker the meeting between him and Harry, but they won't be in the room when it happens. No. Because <laughs> Mal is bad luck, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it turns out that Harry has a little job that he needs done. So mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking that... Uh, he could meet with them and they'll see if if they can get along on this one job and if they can get on this one job then maybe they can keep him on it's an audition and he 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 tells he tells zoe it's an audition so if you don't mind unbuttoning a couple more buttons she's just like go inside captain where it's safe uh-huh. from her <laughs> yeah basically yeah. before she tears him to pieces and they want to know how they're supposed to recognize him. And he says, well, he's supposed to find us. Yeah. And Jane wants to know how can he possibly find them when he's never met any of them. And then uh, he comes yeah, right up to that. them and recognizes Jane. Yep. From the episode where Jane got a statue. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Along with the song, he starts singing. Jane. <laughs> Jane. He robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor. Stood up to the 
man and he gave him what for our love for him now ain't hard to explain the hero of canton a man they call jane jane's slightly embarrassed but when he brings him a, a drink then he's like oh yeah come on join us no worries <laughs> yep. easily appeased to this guy mm-hmm. yeah and he comes over and he joins them and he's like thanks for letting me sit with you certainly didn't wake up this morning thinking i'd be having a drink with the Jane cobb and <laughs> i was like uh well actually you weren't invited and i need you to go because we're waiting for somebody Mm, yeah. And the man says, well, that's perfect. I'll leave as soon as they arrive. And Mal looks at him for a minute and then says, Harry? <laughs> and he's like, hmm, my eyes twinkled too much, didn't they? And Mal says, nope, they just look old. Yep. So he kind of introduces himself around. And then he says that he's trying to find an item that's been stolen. And they can get 100000 Credits, whatever the mon- monetary uh, unit is here. Yeah, I, I think they do mention credits at some point, I so probably. So. Uh-huh. At least in this fic, they do. I don't remember the series well enough to be sure. So yeah, they, you know, they, they did like gold bars and stuff too, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so they said, well, if we're getting that much money, how much are you going to need a book? She's <laughs> like, a book? It's not like money. Does it have new pictures of your sister or something? Nope, just a book. And, uh, As we will learn later, it actually is kind of like a mining. <laughs> true. And we find out that they're going after an old gun called the Lassiter. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so and Jane starts choking and Mal starts oh. coughing. And, ah, see, you're familiar with it. You can say yeah. that. You might <laughs> be the ones who stole it from him in the first place. Yeah. Yep. And Harry's like, oh, that's perfect. I can't wait to deliver it. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, do you have any experience flying a firefly? And Harry's like, there's still some of those in the air? And Mel's like, because, you know, anybody that maligns his baby. And most yeah, I love an antique. <laughs> this part doesn't make any sense. They keep going on about how there aren't a lot of fireflies. So you uh, would think that, like, the only firefly in the air, they would know who they were. You would think. Yeah, but there's still a few just, out. You know, they're they're hard to spot because they're small and unassuming looking. I don't know. I suppose. Yeah. So Harry says he's got a few things to gather and he'll meet at their ship in two hours. And they're like, okay. And about that you time. Right? Oh wait, that's one hour. Never mind. About that time, uh, Simon River and Kaylee come in. And River just starts screaming. And Harry sort of watches her for a minute, turns back to Mal and Jane and Zoe and says, two hours. And then he walks up to River and he just lays one on her, just a big old smooching snog. And then he says, sorry, miss, your mouth looked like it needed something to do. And then he walks out of the bar. (laughs) And they're just like. (gasps) Is she reading his mind then? She can yeah, and she knows who he is. Uh. She's not, that's the problem. Well, yeah, well, yeah she can't well, read We him. don't find that out late until later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she knows who he is. I, we don't, I don't think we find out in this section um, why, like, 
how come she started going on about Potter? Like what caused this? But I'm assuming it's something like the, the reverberations of him. Although that doesn't make sense. I was going to say it was, you know, him being woken up, but that was two years before this. So obviously not, I don't know. So maybe we'll find that out next week yeah, or I can't in another remember. set of chapters. But It's been a while since I've read this all the way through. Mal mentions that he's the pilot, the new pilot, and River says, "I hate him already." <laughs> yeah, and we move on to the next chapter. Yeah, trading for tea. We get a little bit of innuendo in this chapter. <laughs> oh yes, in several of the chapters, really. But yeah, it's yes. true. And Mal's worried about this and wants to know if there's some reason that she hates him, and should he be worried? Is he dangerous? And she refuses to say anything more than just that she hates him. Mm-hmm. Jane says he likes him. And so he says, that's only because he bought you a drink. Well, exactly. What's not What's to like? Not to like? <laughs> yeah. So they hurry back out to the Firefly and they take off because they don't want to be just sitting around because, you know, River caused a big old scene at the bar. Of course she did. She she's, does that a lot in bars. Yeah, she does. She's good at causing scenes in general. Yeah, but wasn't that time she she decked all those people at a, at a pub, too? Yes, well, that that's because um, she yeah. saw the activation thing on the um, the screen. On the yeah. yeah. That was when the last time they met Fanti and Mingo, which is why they think he's bad luck. Yeah. For one reason, at least. So they send a, a message out to Inara to let her know that they might be leaving soon, and that she, if she wants to go with them, she needs to come back. And they're hovering above where they had docked, kind of keeping an eye on the place, waiting for to... And the next thing they know, he's just there. <laughs> yep. And he's good at they don't know that. how he got there. Yeah, he is. Magic. And Jane's like, where did you come from? And Harry's like, well, a long time ago, my mommy and my daddy were... <laughs> Mel's like, yeah. I don't think you're very cute. Um, and, and then he meets Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And he kisses the back of her hand. And Simon gets all jealous. Mm-hmm. Yep. And tries to do the um, you know, squeeze of mutual destruction. Mm-hmm. But doesn't really work. No. And then uh, Harry, Harry didn't recognize her as River when he kissed her. And now that he's being formally introduced to her, he realizes who she is because he read their minds back in the very beginning in the prologue. Yeah. And so he knows so who he was supposed to be tracking down and just sort of ignored it for two years. And now here she is. And they're like, how did you know who that is? Realized that I recognized her from the Alliance Blue Ops that I read a while back. She's ranked and peeved a few dirty roosters in the core. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a little concerned you've been reading the Alliance Files. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're what? useful for uh, finding things. The legal records oh, are more yes, complete sure. than people think. Yeah. And then Anara comes in. And he recognizes that she's a companion, and it's like, ah, I must have your greeting ceremony. And she's like, well, what? (laughs) But apparently (laughs) companions have the best tea, and it's the only place he can get good tea is if he goes and does a companion greeting ceremony. Uh, 
I never got the impression that Harry was a tea drinker. Well, if you, if that's pretty much what you drink your whole life, because that's what you would drink in London more than, or in, in England. Yeah. He's had a good, you know, 120 years to develop a taste for it instead of pumpkin mm-hmm. juice. And, that, and then you can't find it anywhere. You'd be thrilled to find it wherever you could. But he's like, he... Most of the rest of them don't know what a companion greeting ceremony is or assume there's more to it than he's going on about and are kind of offended that he'd immediately try and run off with Inara. And uh, mm-hmm. she's not even sure what's going on, but he's like, relax, I just want the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're worried about it, I'll pay for your time. But most... Give it to me for free. Although on occasion I've been known to trade favors. <laughs> I was like, wait, how does this free stuff work? <laughs> and, you know, before you get in, in a snit about this, I just want the tea. A yeah. decent cuppa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Says, you're gorgeous, don't get me wrong, but I can just imagine the holes the captain would be staring into the back of my head at that particular thought. Honestly, I'm just after your tea. <laughs> yeah. And Madame Trudy banned me from ever buying it in bulk. (laughs) You know Madame Trudy? Oh, yeah, Trudy loves to hate me. She's just bitter. I stuck a bumper sticker on her personal shuttle. It was there for a month before she found it. What did it say? My other bride is a feminist. Woohoo, she's taken me. But I still have my Golden Star status if you want to run a check on me. And apparently Golden Star status is... uh, pretty rare because only three people have it mm-hmm. so kind of want to know who the other two are mm-hmm. find that out at least so far yeah and apparently harry gives really good foot massages so he's willing to trade those for the tea yeah and she's like absolutely kamala again <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll get and the water point, going harry's told uh, mal he can watch and mal's just like ah and Nara's like, no, you can't watch. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, he just thought it was going to be the tea ceremony, but now apparently there's foot massages involved. So, yeah. <laughs> Really good foot massages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kaylee wants to know if there's new rules about the crew. So it's like, he just wanted tea. And Jay's like, no A? <laughs> you can't have tea without A. He's like, T, like you play. T-E-A. He is a particular fellow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Peculiar. And uh, liked him because he's ruffles rivers feathers, Mm -hmm. which Simon agrees is fun, even though he was also ruffled himself. Yeah. And then River offers to tell Kaylee all Simon's secrets. He says, don't you dare. Hang on just a second. Trisha says they were doing the final walkthrough. That's what I just asked her. Final walkthrough of what? You cut out. The house. The Uh final walkthrough of the house. Uh Oh, that's good. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. So, wait and see if she answers us back here. Harry comes back out and they want to know where Nara is and Harry's like, oh, sorry, just realized I never... Jane's like, ah, it's easier that way. So, Harry's not letting 
River read him, and that's why she's really upset with him. Because mm-hmm. she's used to be able to at least get the background noise from everybody, and he's got his occlumency closed down, so it's like he's not there, even though she can see Finally, that he's there. Finally, he knows how to do it. Yeah. Well, he better after 100 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he explains. It's like a sixth sense. Pick up feelings in the forefront of their minds. And I don't let those things out. So when River is unconsciously using her gift, um, it's a sense or an instinct that she trusts. It's telling her that I'm not there. I'm not thinking or feeling or existing. It'd be like if your ears could hear the train in front of you and feel the wind passing and your nose could smell the heat coming off the rails, but your eyes see nothing at all on the tracks in front of you. That's a nice analogy. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. And we jump over to Anara, who has called to check up on Harry's gold star status. Mm-hmm. And she's called her friend Camille, who's very happy to hear from her. Mm-hmm. And she asks about Harry, and she gets this great uh, story. And of course, the- everybody's doing the, oh my god, Harry Potter! <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry. I don't know that they're doing Harry Potter, but... well. They, they love him for a different reason, though, so it's a little bit better. And we find out that about a year and a half ago, Harry used to drop in for tea and soothe us with his foot massages. And 20 masked and armed guys come in. They punch and knock out Sylvie, and they've got weapons, and everything's kind of getting hairy. Har, har. Trudy's trying to... Soothe them and stall for time because she set off the alarm for the alliance showing up. And Harry just happens to walk in. He goes over to Sylvie to check on her. One of the thieves put the gun to Harry's head. And then Harry just like turns around and takes him down. It's complete, yeah, complete bedlam. And then they find out that one person's been taken. So he steals. I don't know. How does he f- this part? Yeah. Um, the robbers are down and out, they're unconscious, and he wants to know where the feds are, they should have been there, and the all of a sudden his eyes widen, and he steals Trudy's shuttle, and he just takes off. And so now, she's, Camille says, this is secondhand from a friend of mine in the house for Smarta, but Justine says that he appeared out of nowhere. Well, Madame Jocelyn was being questioned by the Alliance, and he was sort of glowing, and he looked furious, and there were down rubbers covered with uh, stained blood sheets, and Madame uh, Jocelyn tells him that they took Caitlin, and he says, she tells him seven people took Caitlin, and he just takes off, and a few minutes later, he comes back with Caitlin, and... Seven fully grown uh, unconscious men that had taken her, and nobody can uh-huh. believe that he's done it. Yep. And then he's just finished doing this like angry action hero stuff, and he dumps these unconscious guys on the floor, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot I stole Madame Trudy's shuttle. Better get that back." Yeah. Sorry, gotta go. <laughs> I don't want her to cut off my tea. Yeah. Which is how she knew to do that when he annoyed her with the bumper sticker later. Mm-hmm. But he's still got golden star status, so. Yeah. Why is there a helicopter out this time? I don't know. Kim says that she's really jealous 
of Inara, but at least now they have something to gossip about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And don't tell him how good his foot massagers are or he'll stop. <laughs> yeah. And we move on. Mm-hmm. And Jane is wondering why they haven't taken off to move a little further away from the ruckus in the bar, but there hasn't been any chatter about it, so Mel's not too worried, and apparently it's because Harry's got a friend in... In high places. Mm -hmm. Of course he does. And he... They kind of put a little delay on the federal response to disturbances wherever Harry is. He's dead useful, you know. And something tells me, says Mal, that asking you any questions about that friend would be prying into your secrets. Yep. And he says, you know, once I trust you more, or if there's one of his secrets that they really need to know, then he'll say something. But right now, not so much. But he does tell them they're heading out to a little planet called Hornshoot. That's where the Lassiter is these days. Yeah, in the little museum. Because the guy who bought it doesn't realize it's stolen, letting it be displayed. Did we hear about Hornshoot in the series? I don't know. It's been so long since I saw it. What's the question? Did we hear about Hornshoot in the original? I don't think so. It doesn't ring a bell. The Lasseter definitely was. I linked that already. But um, I don't think Hornshoot's a thing. I can check, though, just in case. Well, and uh, then Harry brings up that they're going to be... Uh, actually, it's the bloke you all ripped off has asked me to get it back for him. Yeah. Are you sure that's wise? Wise? Doubt it, but it should be fun. Mostly, I just like giving Durin a hard time. Durin? Durin Hamir. Alliance, bioweapons, we stole his trash. Oh, yeah, that guy. Isn't she? Isn't he married to your wife? <laughs> She's not my wife. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mel said you were a bunch of addle-brained morons. Is Yosef Bridge still alive, or did she kick the bucket in this series? As far as we know, I, I don't think we know of her having died, so she's probably around somewhere. Okay. Um, Mooney said Yosef Bridge because she's one woman who has gone by the names of Yolanda, Saffron, and Bridget. Uh, uh, probably okay. others. Yeah, and we um, discover in... This one, that her actual name... Oh, what does he say it is? At Mel? some point he mentions it. Yeah, Mel is her real name. It's what her mom used to call her before she started making up names. Yeah. Kaylee grins. Mel and Mel! Aw, how awful sounding. Yep. And Harry says that she's smoking hot. <laughs> Jane says it almost makes up for the rest of it, don't it? I don't know, River's hotter. I just went to find her page on the wiki, and apparently in Firefly the board game, Yolanda, Saffron, and Bridget are considered separate crew members but cannot be in play at the same time. <laughs> so they, mu- they must have different little stats or something that they do. I don't I know. I didn't know there was I a board know. game. I know nothing about the board game, but yeah. <laughs> That's fun. It was from 2013, apparently. It's a card um, thing. Everybody eat. Each player has a different Firefly, and you have to try and take jobs and such to try and complete enough missions without getting nabbed by the law or eaten by rivers. Mm. Huh. Well, I may have to look into that. I did not know that existed. Yeah. You sat for game night one night. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Harry's asking how long Mal's had serenity, and then River comes in and says uh, says that Harry's uh, something in a string of words that I can't even begin to understand. <laughs> Unfortunately, English renderization of Chinese is rather difficult for me to understand. I'd probably get mm-hmm. a better load if it was in characters, but yeah. I also don't really know how to swear in Chinese either. Gorum. <laughs> yeah. Harry says, I don't know hardly any Chinese, but I'm pretty sure that was not a con. I was like, you're right about that. Should I be offended? Nah, you don't seem to be offended easily. He says, well, you've said that River's the co-pilot. Do I just ask her nicely to take us to Orange, or do I have to leave a trail of ham cubes and try to lure her out of the cockpit? Ham cubes? And Harry's like, I didn't bring any pastries. Mel's like, does he really have ham cubes on him? Ah, that's just too weird. As we discover, he does, in fact, have a pocket yeah. full of ham cubes. For what reason? We still don't know. Nope. But. Yeah. So he sits down in the pilot's chair, and he kind of gets comfortable, and he's turning handles and gadgets and this and that. And Mel's like, so, have you had much experience with this besides the training academy? And he's like, nope. First time I've ever been in one. And I didn't really go to the training academy. That's not a problem, is it? And Mal just goes, you've never (laughs) been in a firefly? Well, in some ways you might be saying I was living in a cave until a few years ago. (laughs) Mal's not quite sure what to do with this. But because Harry's a natural at flying, he just picks it up. I never thought about it like that. I I didn't think... Controls was about the same as flying, flying. Yeah, the the broom flying wouldn't necessarily cross over to ships, but no. in this universe, apparently, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and he calls Kaylee the mechanic, and they want to know how he knows he's the mechanic and how he knows she's the mechanic, and he says, "Well." Because she smells of oil, so what else would she be? It's like, all right. Yeah. Not the same kind of oil that Anora smells like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or Harry sort of points. You know where we're going? Yep, that way. Do you know what's in our path that way? Nope. Nope. But that's what proximity sensors are for, right? <clears throat> You're not exactly giving me a good feeling here, Harry. And, you know, I can just see Harry, he's doing this with this little grin. He's having the time of his life here. Definitely. And then River comes in, or back, and he calls her a witch. And so uh, they let River watch the bridge for a while. And Mal wants to know if Harry's a reader. He's like, no, I'm not a reader. I can, but I don't usually do it want to know if he can help her. And, and he, he says, says yes, mm-hmm. but not anytime soon because she needs to trust and right now she hates me. Yeah, so. she's going to trust you. And also he's never done it before. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty sure he could. Yeah. He's a damn sight better than te- teaching it than Snape is. Mm-hmm. One would hope. Yeah. And Mal asks how old he is and Harry says, that's an answer, well, I may be willing to give you. You aren't ready to hear. 
<laughs> so that's not creepy at all. Okay. No, not at all. I love a little bit later on. It says that Harry uh, daintily skips his way to the bridge. That I can't see happening. No. Nope, nope, nope. And he's heading out to the, you know, up to the bridge and and the captain goes after him and says, stop. And he's like, what do you think you're doing? And Harry's like, well, I'm going to go to the proximity center. I'm going to go off in about two seconds. And as that thought processes, the alarms go off. And I was like, go, go. That wasn't 30 seconds. Yeah, it was. And they end up in a meteor. Uh, is that the right word? What's what's the? It's not a meteor shower. What are they in? Um, hold on. I'm looking and I can't find the word. I know I can't. Massive waves of rocks. Asteroid belt. Asteroid. That's it. I'm like I know this is the wrong word, but I can't find it and I can't bring it out of my head. And so he gets the alarm cut off and he starts weaving in and out of things and he he gets on the loudspeaker and he says. Sorry, folks, I know how alarm, how annoying that alarm is. We're not in any danger, but you might just down for a few minutes. Captain, tell them hi, please, so they don't think I've killed you. And Mel's like, uh, yeah, do what he says. And Harry weaves the ship in and out of these giant rocks. Just like playing Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's talking about a friend of his, but he's not going to share the name yet. Yeah. And... Mal's wondering whether he wants to even work with them. And he says, yeah, when my mind gets made up, I can be pretty stubborn. Mal says, hmm, it's like solid rock in there, isn't it? (laughs) Yep, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And then we move on to the planning session. So Harry gets everybody in there and sort of lets them know what they're going to be doing because they're going down to Baba, this museum. And, Sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a fancy communications doohickey that also projects a three-dimensional hologram of the museum for them to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he figures what they should do is go in at midday because the security is always tighter at night. Right. And they'll just basically get somebody to pull the fire alarm, and then when everybody's running, they can grab the thing. Yeah, take out, a, take exactly out the video thing. cameras and just... Do it. And he wants to be one of the ones there because he really wants the book. So he's planning on being on the ground, no matter what they kind of say. Of course. And it turns out his communication device can speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mal thinks it has an oddly familiar voice, but can't quite place it just yet. No. Nope. In a couple chapters. Yeah. And he says, you know, Harry says, I'm going to be there. I need at least one other person. If you want to bring more than that, it's up to you. And so Mal says, me, Zoe, and Jane will go. Except first he mixes up their names. Mm-hmm. Joey and Zane. Because he's just so discombobulated by this whole thing. And Harry's like, oh, cool, code names. River's <laughs> like Bloody Mary. Yeah. So they're just, they're getting ready to go down and... And Harry, once again, daintily skips away. Oh, my God. He must be about 16 now, the way he's getting younger. I don't think that's true, <laughs> but that's how he's acting. Although, I don't ever think Harry skipped. I don't, no, no. 
He's channeling well, no, Dumbledore no, no, in some no, of this no. too. Perhaps, He's got the twinkling perhaps down. while under Felix Felicius. Yeah. I think he might have. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. So they land in a grove of trees in the middle of nowhere, or near a grove, not actually on it. And Harry reassures Mal that he does have means of protecting himself. Yeah. And describes it as a pulse weapon. A, a series of high-tech pulse weapons that all have different colored lights that do different things. Yeah, don't worry yeah, if you see yeah. that. Yeah, you go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The red one knocks people out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they take the skiff into the... And they're taking the skiff out to the museum. Yeah. And they leave River to start up the ship in 25 and then... Hover out of sight. Hover out of sight if they need to. And the rest of you make sure she does it. Mm-hmm. And off they go. And the first half of the plan works quite nicely. Yep. He, of course. Harry, Jane, you know, wanders in nonchalantly, and uh, Harry picks up a rock and charms it so it goes directly into the camera, and the fire alarm starts going, and Jane's wandering back out again, and they're going to go pick up the book, and that part apparently works. And then they're running yeah. from a pack of small dogs. Well, that is apparently there. They're probably the standard-sized poodles. Things get a little doggy. I like that title. So and uh, they don't pick up the book. He picks up the gun, right? The Lassiter's a gun. Yes, that's right. They're, yes. Yeah, they're getting the book. Yeah, the, the books the later. Yeah, but they, they've got the Lassiter, and they're these dogs are just tearing after them, and. <laughs> Harry won't let Mal shoot them. They're just dogs. They're just happy dogs. Oh, yeah. They're almost to the mule, but um, the dogs are gaining on them. So Mal and Harry decide they'll, you know, well, Mal at first is going to draw them off. And Harry decides it's a good idea. And so they all start going after those two. Well, Jane and Zoe go to get the mule. And then they decide they're going to split up so that neither of them gets caught by the dogs, and it turns out they're all following Harry. And eventually he realizes it's because he's got ham cubes in his pocket. (laughs) Oh, Harry. Tosses them and they all stop to eat. Now he's channeling Hagrid. (laughs) He is a little bit. You carry ham cubes Mm -hmm. in your pocket? Not usually. That's probably why I forgot they were there. Ham cubes? Does that make sense to anyone? Well, I... Anyone normal? (laughs) No. I think that went well, says Harry. Well, it went well, because Mal gets bit. I kind of want to know what he was going to say there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mal's upset because he got bit and lost yes. his gun. But... Yeah, but he got bit by a particularly vicious poodle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry mutters some nonsense words while wiping away the blood. And, hey, it's not actually as bad a cut as all that. No. Hmm. It's <laughs> bloody for this little tiny scratch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love instead of a piece of cake, it's always a piece of pie. Yes, that's an interesting little shift in the idiom that they've decided to use. <laughs> and they have to go back and to Kaylee and River. And Simon's come up with his doctor's bag because they said Mal got hurt a little. <laughs> well, Zoe said he might want to take a look at his arm. And, uh, and so he's brought his whole doctor's bag, and oh, wow. If we act fast, I might not have to amputate. <laughs> a doctor uh, and 
and the comedians. And, yeah. Mel says, hey, it was a rabbit attack dog. Oh, yes. Certainly wasn't the work of just a poodle. No. So it's like, it was a poodle, wasn't it? Yep. Big and vicious. Standard poodles are pretty yeah. big. And So Harry goes up to talk to Anara and River. Yeah. Is Mal going to be all right? Oh, it's just a scratch. And she and he sends Anara out to mock the captain mercilessly mm-hmm. so he could talk to River. And he wants to know if she'll be able to work with him. I don't like you. You're a freak. And Harry says, you know, there was a time a, comp- a comment like that would have really hurt me. But now I take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. And he's decided to offer, you know, he's still not ready to teach her to do things yet. They still need to build trust but he can sort of impose a shield from the outside. And he describes, like, uh, your your brain is a dam that's leaking. And, and, you know, take my thumb, mystically speaking, and plug the hole. Except then... that, um... Yeah. She decides to take it and describe it as literally as possible in the ways that Simon is going to take the worst possible oh, way. Yes. So, wait a minute. She, he's basically doing occlumency on her? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, basically doing occlumency. He's stopping her from picking up all the the things that she normally picks up. But he's got to really concentrate to do it. And And he says, try not to freak out. And then we cut to her running and shrieking and spinning and laughing joyfully and, uh, hmm generally freaking yeah. out. That was amazing! <laughs> what? Harry said I was some sort of dyke, and so I let him stick his thumb in me. And Simon's like, going, what? It was <laughs> wonderful! Him just filling me up and plugging my leak. <laughs> okay, I'm going to back and have him stick it back in. Off she goes, and they're just like, uh, what, uh, what happened there? Mm-hmm. And they all come storming up to the bridge, especially Simon and Terry's like, okay, what exactly did she say? <laughs> Harry looks at him and goes, what's up, Doc? You, me, outside, now. And he looked at River and he said, that's not exactly keeping it between us. Sorry, not really. And she tells him what she said. I told him about how I'm a dyke and you jammed your thumb in me and fixed me. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, mm, something like that. Look, and describes it a little bit better to what he's actually doing to Simon. And he says, I think your sister took my analogy a bit more literally than I intended. Yeah. Basically, I can just sort of mute her normal brain functions so that she doesn't hear everything she does. And she's like, it feels so good. And Harry says, her elation and euphoria is a bit more severe than I was expecting, but it will pass. And she calls him a duty head. See? Passing already. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they're about back to where Duran lives. Yeah, they're about two days out. Mm -hmm. And they're still having conversations about this. Yep. And Mal wants to know if River's planning on following Harry around everywhere. Because anytime she says, even to the bathroom, and he says, I don't think so. Yeah, because he has to be within pretty close con- contact with her for it to actually work. 
so she won't let him out of her sight. It starts to fade if he's in another room. Though it's not, it's not instantaneous, but yeah. So they set up a thing where they're gonna sleep. They're gonna bring a cot up into the cockpit, and then when one of them's flying, the other one will be sleeping. They can stay in the same room. Does it work while Harry's asleep? Apparently, but yes. Not so much because she wakes him up every time to reapply it. Yeah, so he doesn't have the greatest sleep. No. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. And she she proposes just going and sleeping in his bunk, but they, they're not no. happy with that idea. Especially as it turns out they both sleep naked. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Simon says, okay, you and I need to have a talk to River. And she says, sure, just let's follow Harry and we'll have a talk. He's like, no, I mean, just the two of us. <laughs> But. River, you can't sleep naked with Harry. There's room in my bunk! Jane yells from the other room. <laughs> you can't sleep naked with anyone. Jane and Harry most of all. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. It's like, it's like the let's have babies conversation that they deleted from the whatever episode that was. Yeah. And Harry's like, oh, shouldn't I have a say in this? And River says, oh, you'll be asleep. Not if you're in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope not. Yells Jane. Mel's watching him. This is kind of fun. And Inara says, oh yeah, it's all fun and games until you get mauled by a poodle. Yeah. So, yes, they eventually agree on the whole caught on the bridge thing. And then there is a piece of the engine that breaks. Mm-hmm. Oops. Some sort of boot. And Kaylee can fix it, but it's going to take her a few days. I might be able to fix it. But I have to take it outside to do it. <laughs> yeah, and he just means out of the room, but they're like outside the ship, and then he's like, "Yes, <laughs> alone." Mm-hmm. And then once he you know gets the suit on and gets out there, he's like, "Why did I say I had to go up?" I know here? I could have just taken it into my room; it would have been so much. Easier. But he casts a few Reparo charms on it, and yeah, and also a cleaning, cleaning charm, just two, and then he. Thinks to himself, and he, he, Akio something, and he's like, all right. It's, well, it's, it's not, it's not really in summoning charm, because that would mean he would have to have something Outdated. out there to pull That's to true. He, act, he actually conjures it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Which is apparently against the laws of transfiguration, but I can't remember when we learned that about Yeah, I don't think we learned food. that until seven. Book seven. No. Yeah. I think, I mean, even by then, if the assumption was that people could conjure food. Why would anyone go to the three broomsticks? Right. Yeah, or, or just, just go anywhere, period, to eat, you know? So, Kaylee's like, wow, you even cleaned it. Uh, are you sure this isn't a new one? I'm sure. No. And then he goes, oh, and by the way, while I was out there, I found this. It pulls out a pink box. This part makes no sense whatsoever. You found donuts? Yeah. In space? You're not really being subtle or having a low profile. When you conjure yeah. voodoo donuts? Because they're in a pink box, so they got to be voodoo donuts. Apparently. <laughs> they're more normal ones than the usual ones we That's get from there. But nobody's got a maple bacon bar or a voodoo one, but... He's still, they have donuts, and they're like, oh, jelly-filled! Mm. Captain, there's a chocolate covered in here with your name on it! 
and Mal's all angry, and then he looks, and he's like, oh, all right. And then he looks down, and it actually has his name on it. <laughs> yeah, it really does have your name on it. And then, at the beginning of the next chapter, Inara is mad at Mal for not waking her up for donuts, but Harry has anticipated this or conjured some more, and has a apple fritter and a cinnamon bun for Kaylee and Inara. Because Kaylee was fixing the ship. Mm, cinnamon bun. I know, does that sound good? Cinnamon bun. Yeah. And they ask him where he got them, and he says, would you believe me if I said magic? And Mal says no, yes. and Zara says yes. <laughs> if Harry says it's magic, then I believe him. Yeah. And they... And he's treating River like a puppy. Come on, River. Come on, girl. Which is not getting on her no. good side. She's going to hurt him real bad one of these days. <laughs> so while the two of them are up on, on the bridge... Mal decides that they should have a talk about Harry. So they gather the rest of the crew. Yeah. And meanwhile, Harry makes his call to Durin Hamer and talks about, you know, he's got his gun back and it was at this place where the guy thought he bought it legitimately. And, no, I don't want any other books. I just want that yeah. one. We'll see you in a couple hours. And I'd actually like it even better if it was newer instead of more of an antique. Nope. But, yeah. Yeah. And he says lot. something about bringing a face you'll remember, but then Mal refuses yeah. to go. <laughs> but so Duran knows that he's coming in a firefly. Yeah, but he, he doesn't, doesn't put, put the pieces, pieces together. together. <laughs> Boy, apparently but, not. You know, would you really think that the person that stole the gun from you in the first place would be coming back with it? Well, for all he knows, Harry stole the firefly from Mal. That's true. I don't know. Well, we don't know for sure. Maybe fireflies are more common around there than we thought, or he might not remember what kind of ship Mel had. That's true. I don't know how long. He, oh, that's whether true. He got to know? Get a good look. Yeah, at who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to keep the ship pretty secretive. I think. Yeah, they usually go places in the shuttles. And Harry, which you would think would probably have some identifying things on them. Like, this agree? is a shuttle that comes from a Firefly, but maybe mm-hmm. shuttles have a more, you know, standard yeah, design. They're kind of, of interchangeable. Yeah. And Harry and River are talking, and, and River's like, you know what I'm thinking. Do I even have to say it? And Harry's like, well, I try not to listen, especially when I'm, but it's hard because I'm the wall around your head at this point. And he, she wants to know why he hides it. Hide what? Well, if I knew that, you wouldn't be hiding it. And he said, a secret's not a secret when someone else knows. And she says, are you scared? And he says, of what? And she said, I used to hide things about myself because I was scared. And he says, well, you're still scared. And she says, I thought you were trying to block me out. He's like, sorry, it's really hard to do that. And then he says that she's pretty perceptive and she's, I think I'm pretty. He said, that's not quite what I said. Don't worry, that won't make me hate you more. And they're, they're having a pretty good banter here. And they, he says, well, look at it this way. If I teach you how to do this thing, then they're not going to need me anymore because you'll be a capable pilot. And she says, well, you never get rid of the people, the person that makes the donuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And he says, no, I never said I made them. I said I found them. It's like, aha, uh-huh, are you sure you haven't said anything that isn't true? Yeah. Darn it. <laughs> yep. And 
So then we go to the meeting that everybody else is having, and Simon wants to get River, and Mel's like, if you think you can separate her from Harry, go ahead. But And Jane likes him, especially if we're going to get paid. And Zoe's like, yeah, and Big donuts. donuts. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. donuts. That's very strange that he could get donuts. Like, do you think there's something weird about him? Yes. <laughs> but then again, there's stuff weird about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Inara says, you know, that matches pretty much with what Camille told me. There's, he's peculiar, but everybody likes him, even Madame Trudy. And, but she's not sure whether they like him because of his eccentricities or mm-hmm. in spite of them. Yeah, and Mal thinks... Kaylee points out that he saved her 40 hours of work on the engine, so that's something. Yeah, Mal's convinced that he's an Alliance spy, but he doesn't <laughs> quite... He, his his gut's telling him one thing and his heart telling another. Quite sure which one to believe. And he, you know, he talks about he admits to accessing Alliance files, including something called Blue Ops. He's got this high tech con device that runs off its own signal, and he's got this really amazing weapon. So Jane's like, "What weapon?" Because Jane's all about the weapons. Of course. Yep, very much. But Mal's like, I put a gun right into his face, and that boy has had some serious training. And Anara's like, well, I can't tell you about this, because it's not something I'm at liberty to talk about, but I can tell you that he could probably overcome us all with ease. I'm sure. Yeah. And Shane's like, okay, let me get this straight. We seem to think he's some sort of Alliance Dooley, and we're just going to go on about things business as usual? Yep. Pretty much. Because they sought him out. He didn't come looking. For so he's on a mission of his own. He's just happens mm-hmm. to have run into them. And then we have Harry over the intercom. Uh, Captain, first, uh, just wanted to let you know that River and I were walking and we overheard some of your conversation. And I could tell you didn't want me there. So we came back here to call you. I was like, that was mighty honest of you. Well, you know, Alliance Protocol and all, I'm not allowed to lie. Mel's eyes widen before he figures out that he's pulling his leg. Yep. And besides, River would have tattled on me. River says, you want me to keep him busy a little while longer? No, we're done in here. Hi, Captain, says River. Mel's like, why do I think that Harry and River is trying to out-weird each other? And, of course, mm. Jane's confused. Of course. And this is where we get to Mal refusing to come down to the mm-hmm. planet to meet Doran. Because it's not the habit of uh, going back to see people who shoot at him a lot. Yeah. I don't know. He went back to see what's-her-name. Well. Yeah. Or I guess, actually, he says, the people I treat fair have a bad habit of shooting at me. I'm not going to press my luck with the ones I've robbed from. So... He's going to take the chance to talk about Harry behind his back, basically. Yeah. And then Harry goes and, and steals him. He's keeping the fancy commune as collateral, so Harry comes back. Yeah. And Harry goes to Nara and he says, are you back for more tea? Captain, we're having a meeting. And so she starts to walk off and then he steals shuttle. <laughs> Has oh, a great Harry. time imagining her yelling and screaming at him. <laughs> yep. 
He seems to like stealing shuttles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He does. And River says, he followed me home. He's housebroken. Can I keep him? Mal says, you still want him, even if he's Alliance? And River's like, why would he be Alliance? Is he a lion? See? Simon wants to know if he helps. And she's like, yeah, I hate it when he's not around. It's so much louder. It hurts. Mm, Poor River. Yeah. And so they tell her that if he's really helping, then they're willing to keep him on despite his oddities. And he goes and delivers the gun. Mm -hmm. And has a nice, you know, conversation and some refreshments Mm -hmm. with Durin. Yeah, because he's got to wait a little while. Stole an air shuttle and he wants to let her cool off a bit before he goes back there. And Durin has changed his money into something easier to spend. And when he goes after the book for Harry, he can't find it because it's got muggle repelling charms on it. So mm-hmm. Harry has to go in and look for it and find it. Yeah. And he's apparently been working on some secret projects about uh, impossible breakthroughs that might revolutionize space travel. Yeah. Oh, like in- instantaneous travel at the blink of an eye? I can only imagine, <laughs> says Harry. Yeah. How was it? Was it hard to get? He's like, well, there were vicious attack poodles. Yeah. He, he asks him to spin a tale of his daring adventure, so he, you know... We were pinned down under enemy fire, surrounded in all directions. There were at least 50 battle-hardened soldiers converging on our position. I knew I wasn't going to survive, but I told myself, Durin needs this gun. Yeah, this fancy smanchy thingamajig. He says, I didn't even get to the monkeys. (laughs) Yeah, because he says, so I hit it like a chipmunk in my cheeks. Well, I knew it wouldn't fit in my mouth, so I had to use my backup cheeks. Tight fit, but I knew. Oh, boy. Uh, Durin obviously knows this is untrue because he's already checked it over for scratches. And bodily fluids. Harry's about managed to spend enough time, and he picks up his book, and he decides he better get the shuttle back to Inara. And there is, in fact, still an irate companion waiting on the other side of the door. And so he immediately springs out and hugs her. (laughs) And then he goes... Captain, I've returned with all ye plunder and booty. Booty? says Jane. Things go smoothly? Oh, yes. And it's in platinum. So it's had a really good exchange rate, too. Mm -hmm. So they get extra take. You did good, Harry. Real good. And River comes running in, and he immediately puts his shield up. Mm -hmm. And she... She says, thank you. And he says, you're welcome. She says, is that your new book? Like, yeah, it looks pretty old. She's the only one who can really focus on it. Mm -hmm. He says, history updated for 2193. That is old. Yeah, Hogwarts (laughs) history. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Go one more chapter. Frankly, you're dead. (laughs) Yeah. So, Harry is putting his book away. He hasn't looked at it yet, but he wants to make sure no prying eyes can see anything. So he's waiting until River's asleep. Yeah. And and he goes to check with Mal to see whether he is officially part of the crew or not. Part of the ship, part of the crew. And he says, I'll answer some questions. Some of 
I'm just not able to answer. So you'll have to take that as, as my answer. And so they start out with, uh, like, how old you are? And he's like, exactly. Jane's like, you won't even tell us how old you are? Are you still a minor or something? Nope. And Harry just rolls his eyes. And then they're like, okay, let's move. We're moving on. How about where you grew up? Nope. Next question. <laughs> you got a last name? Yes. Yes, I do. That was a great question. And they'll just wait for him. Well, what is your last name? <sighs> yeah. It's Potter. He says, it's Potter. I'm Harry Potter. And they all immediately go, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I thought that was a safe question to answer. Yeah. The devil. He's the devil, yells River. Because they have only known him as Harry, and she only knew Potter. So. Yep. And we still don't know what she was getting at yelling his name over and over. I'm wondering if she might have had sort of the uh, the remnants of like a seer thing or something. Yeah. She Unless some it, sort it of was somehow, about him. something she gleaned from reading everybody's mind when she was at the Academy. Maybe. I don't know. Although I don't think they knew about that no. at that point. That's I don't so. think they did. So yeah, everybody sort of pulls away from him and and she just, River freaks out and she's, stop it, stop doing that, get out of my head. And so Harry's like, sorry. And Mel's like, your name's Potter? And Harry's like, nope, not at all. Why would you think that? <laughs> Simon's like, what is he going to do? Explode? He does what? And she's just screaming, stop, stop. What are you doing? And he says, River, you need to make eye contact with me. I can't help you until you relax and you make you know, stop fighting me. Let me help you. I'm not going to hurt you, but you have to stop. And she's like, it hurts. It's so loud. And she says, don't hurt me. And he says, I'm not going to hurt you. And then she th- thanks him as he starts to help her. Mm-hmm. Poor River. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Mel asks again, your name's Potter. And he's like, Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> I thought that would be a safe one to answer. <laughs> Simon's like, what the hell was that? And River's like, no, stop. And Mal wants to know exactly what just happened. And River's like, I freaked out. Yeah, we gathered that much. What happened? Harry's thumb tried to stop me from freaking out. And it freaked me out even more. I didn't know a thumb could do that, but now I do. So it won't make me freak out again. So Zoe's like, what exactly happened? And River's like, well, he was trying to call me like a drug. And Kaylee wanted to know how she knew that because Terry hadn't said anything. River said, no, his eyes told me. Get a lot of eyes in this story. Well, we got a lot of eyes in the first, in the original, too. Mm -hmm. And so she says, yeah, I trust him now. He can start teaching me. And Harry's like, really? And she's like, yeah. He says, all right, we'll work a couple hours before I go to sleep. And she's, he says, yes, ma'am. And so, okay, I'm ready to avoid and deflect more questions. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. Do you work for the Alliance? And he Am says, I a lion? I'll be honest, they tried to recruit me for a special operation ago, but, well, there's a reason I keep my last name to myself. <laughs> Simon's eyes narrow. You completely avoided that question. He says, why would you seriously think I could be a lion? And I said, well, perhaps because you don't answer any questions. Mm-hmm. 
And Jane wants to see all the high-tech weapons he supposedly has. Mm-hmm. Harry says those would just disappoint you. But I can give you an explanation about some of the things. And he says, okay, two years ago, I was at this secret alliance facility where they were recruiting me for this job. I not so respectfully declined. Mm-hmm. And as I broke out of the facility, I picked up the fancy comm unit. Yeah. Which it turns out is a sort of AI clone subset of Mr. Universe from the Serenity movie. Right. Oh, yes. Harry calls it Frank. <clears throat> just because. Yeah. And so basically, um, Mr. Universe has been able to infiltrate most of the computer systems. And Harry kind of keeps him out of trouble whenever they suspect that he's there, then he kind of deletes his program from one area and goes to a new one, and Harry cleans up the outside mess. But he is Harry's spy in the system. And Mr. Universe does not appreciate being called Frank. And Mr. Universe tells them, Harry's kooky as all get out, but a useful guy to have around. I think he'll fit with your crew. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And they want to know why he calls him Frank, and it's because he's a Frankenstein monster. Yeah. And he hate, Mr. Universe hates that name and vows to get revenge on anybody who uses it. And River says, ah, it's no use. Than, it's no worse than Potter. <laughs> he didn't tell you? And they want to know the yeah. real reason that he picked it up. And Harry says, because it was shiny. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to head over to... Any ideas on this word? Persephone. 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 There you go. Yeah. It's the same as the Greek name. And Spencer. I imagine your text reader thought it was Persephone. Yeah, I can't remember what it said. But, yeah, Persephone. And then Malin and Ara have their usual wrangle about whether she's going to get clients while she's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he says that he can give her about a week. Yeah. And... Then we have a scene with River and Harry, and he, she wants to know if he'll tell him what he is. Yeah. And he won't. Not yet. Not He's still not sure she's really ready because he, you know, forcibly calmed her down the other time. Yeah. And, but she says she's completely vulnerable to him and... We'll do whatever. And if you want me to break my pinky, break them off. That won't solve anything. No. Harry says, well, you know I'm in your head. can't, and I can feel when you're lying to me. And he says, why does my opinion matter to you? And she says it does. So they keep talking. She says she trusted him when she was panicked. And she finally says... Why don't we go get your book? Why don't you go get your book? And he's like, what? And she says, well, I know that you you want it, so you might as well go get it now while I'm awake. We can go brush our teeth and do those things and then pick it up so you don't have to leave me while I'm sleeping. Yeah. She's still pretty perceptive, even if she can't read him mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. such. Yeah. They want to know... She wants to know about the family, his family. Yeah, so they talk about his family a little bit. He says, you know, one way to get me to trust you more is to trust me with more things, so tell me something that's true, 
regardless of whether it's anything to do with your mission or why you're here. Just tell me something. And so he tells her about the cupboard and growing up with the Dursleys. Oh, Harry. Yeah. And she says, are they still around? And he's, they died a long time ago. And the men both died of heart disease. And she's thinking, wow, that must have been a So I think they've wiped heart disease out in this time. She wants to know why trust is so important for this. And he says, basically, I'm going to be breaking your mind apart and re-stitching it mm-hmm. to help you do this. And so if you don't trust what I'm doing, then there's no point. You said, I could just do it without your trust, but it probably wouldn't work very well. And then <laughs> and we, I'm sure that we didn't have the Harry Potter musical at this point, but maybe... Because she calls it the old book about pigworts. I don't think we did either. Yeah, I don't think we did, but it's pretty funny. Hogwarts. Hogwarts, pigworts. I mean, it it goes together. (laughs) And this is where, yeah, she says, you know, even if she's not reading him as such, she can still tell what he's after. So let's just go get it anyway. And so they do, and he puts an alarm charm on the door and a silencing charm and a reverse silencing charm so that she won't be disturbed by him reading the book, but he can hear if she has troubles. Yeah. Yeah. And then he opens up the book and it says, as you may know, Hogwarts has now been closed for three years. That is where we are leaving you. Oh, I misread that. Oh, what did it use to get said? I thought it said 300. Oh, no, just three, but... Okay. So it closed in 2190, apparently. This is updated for 2193, and Hogwarts has been closed mm-hmm. for three years. You think it, it... It seems weird, though, that they updated Hogwarts history if Hogwarts is closed. Well, I think... We're going to learn about that in the next chapter. Well, yeah, but it would still make sense, you know? They they update history books and stuff. That's true. And that is where we're going to leave you. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my goodness. Until next time. Mm-hmm. How does that even... What? 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 Did you go to the next... It doesn't make sense. No. But they left Earth that was, like, 400 years ago, right? I don't know. I don't remember enough of it. Something like that. See, it says in the first chapter, when they're explaining to him what's going on, um, it's been more than, it's been about 400 years since Harry's awake. Um, um, Where does it mention Earth that was? It just says centuries ago, so it doesn't say. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of four centuries since Harry was around, which means, Mm. yeah, Earth that was, was abandoned sometime after that well still it's been more than a couple hundred years yeah yeah so oh this, that makes no sense oh boy well it just means that something from earth survived maybe the wizards held out longer maybe i'm sure we will find out in the next chapter find out something so um so yes, this is an interesting story. It's a crossover I had never thought of until I came across this story. I know, right? A number of years ago now. I've I have read at least twice this much 
I know I've read further in because I remember some of the explanations they have from the Hogwarts history book, but I don't remember if I ever actually finished the story or not because I might have been distracted by other fic while it was still updating. Mm. So it'll be interesting to go through this and see if there's bits that I don't remember at all. Yeah. I know I read it, but I can't remember. It's been years. And... Yeah, most of this, these seven chapters, I didn't remember mm-hmm. clearly anyway, because it's been so long since I read it. But mm-hmm. I've, it's got nothing but rave reviews everywhere I've seen it mentioned. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting combination, and they seem to be doing pretty well at keeping the Firefly people mm-hmm. in character. And Harry's kind of out of character, but he's also, you know, 130 years older than right. when we last saw him. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be sort of doing a cross of Dumbledore and Hagrid, mm-hmm. as mentioned before. <laughs> yeah, he's been practicing yeah. with the twinkling eyes. And, yeah, it's, I think it's a really interesting story. And like you said, I would never have thought of it, but it, it's a good one. And it's kind of fun, you know to revisit the Firefly crew and to throw Harry into the mix is fun. It's fun to see Harry being able to help River. And I'm sure there will be Mm -hmm. much more of that going on, especially if he can teach her occlumacy. Oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. So I think it will be, uh, it'll be interesting to go through it. I have vague memories and I can't, I don't know if they're from this fic or if they're from a different fic and I'm just mixing them up. So I will be very, mm. very yeah, interesting to, interested to see what exactly happens. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't remember where I left off, but I don't think I ever got more than like two or three chapters mm-hmm. in because I don't remember a damn thing. So we're further in than you have ever read before. Oh, yeah. I do know that um, somebody, I can't remember who now, started it as a book club on the forum, and it didn't get very far. And I started rereading it for that, um, but then uh, sort of lost it (laughs) as we were going along. And I don't think there's enough people on the forum to keep it going. I'm trying to figure out. Where that would be, ah, the reading group. Here we go. Brian, Brian sixty four said that started this. That's right. Yeah, he'll be happy to know that we're doing this story. But yeah, I'm interested in seeing how much of I remember. What I remember is made up in my mind or something else. So I'll look forward yeah. to the next seven chapters and see what happens. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm being a bad podcaster and wandering on Twitter a little bit. And uh, Jewel State, who plays Kaylee, was just apparently at a marina or the coast somewhere and took a picture in front of a boat that's labeled Firefly. Oh, Aww. nice. <laughs> yeah. Says they weren't home. Here's hoping they don't run out of compression coils. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. And then Alan Tudyk said, who's sailing this thing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, me. Somebody needs to. Yep. 
But yes, I'm I'm enjoying this fic. I enjoy Firefly things in general because there's there's not enough of it. Mm-hmm. So reading more is always good. Mm-hmm. And we obviously like Harry Potter because you know we're Potter for Quigley. So That's true. This, this is a fun combination of both. Mm-hmm. It is, and we're gonna kind of do a couple of these this time around. We've got the Firefly one, and we've got the Sherlock Holmes one. So there we go. We do. Yeah, we have a Sherlock Holmes one. And Aaron, if oh. he is too busy with his twins, will be joining us for that one. Oh, wait, is he the one who fell asleep on a podcast? Yes. Okay. One of them. I was going to say, yeah, Trish, Trish falls asleep on the podcast all the time. It's in the intro now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. Well, we should say goodnight and kick Craig out. Bye, Craig. Good night, everybody. Good night, Craig. <laughs> Hopefully, you've enjoyed our first week of coverage on brown coat green eyes and come back next time for seven ish more chapters and Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes you can find us if you're interested in interacting with us more you can find us on potterficforum.com sometimes or on facebook at the p-o-u-f-w-a facebook group and keep listening to podcasts or if this is the first one you've come across we have a giant backlog of Seven years, a lot. This so is our ninth season, to... so we've got nine. Yeah, yeah nine. nine. Well, not every season actually took a full year, but no. yes, there's a lot. Not all of it is us. We started um, a few seasons ago, and then there was a crew that was before us. But mm-hmm. it's all good. It is. <laughs> Podcasters that were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Puff was ten years old now, isn't it? I know. Yeah, something like that. It's, yeah. It might even be more. I think it was active in 2007. Let's see. Members. Ryan. We'll see when the first post was made. <laughs> I want to say February-ish of 2007. He, yeah, 2000, January 24th, 2007. Oh. That was a couple of weeks off. Yeah. So it's been 11 and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, if you haven't come across Potterfic Weekly before, there's a lot to look for. Welcome! (laughs) And if you have, we're glad you're still enjoying. Yeah, we're glad you're still around. Me. We actually had some good chatter on the forum for the first episode that I released, so that was nice. Yeah. (sighs) Anyhow, yes, we should wrap things up, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Since I'm yawning, 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 I started yawning before the podcast. I'm going to fall asleep. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.